Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. We're back in the bunker. They said it couldn't be done. The most electrifying intro ever. But we're in the bunker. We're losing our minds because it's been a long day. I'll explain and then I'll announce Duddy. He's fucking fried. But we're, this is going to be the greatest episode ever, I promise. So, it's late. Duddy's going to be out of town this, this weekend, which for you guys listening is last weekend. Okay? And so we realize... We're not going to have time to do a Wednesday show or a Monday show. So Duddy and I came in after work. Duddy's been rehearsing with Dirty Heads all day. I've been cutting hair all day. We're here late night at the bunker putting together a quick show so that you guys can listen to it today. Please heap us with praise. Oh, that's what we're looking for. Such hard workers. Duddy, <laughs> let's announce you, bud. We're okay, losing our minds let's announce here. me? Yeah, let's announce you together. One, okay. two... That's weird. Okay, that's right. We are back. And you heard it. Or did you? I don't know. I was paying attention to Anthony. Did you tell him I'm going to Nashville? I told him you're going (laughs) to Nashville, dude. I think. I think. Uh, uh, That's right. I'm going to Nashville uh, to get some of these songs me and Rome have written, um, recorded, and to start writing some more. We got an album idea we want to put together we're super excited about it so that's fun this is the dirty rome project this is the roman daddy roman daddy yes yeah, sorry oh yeah the fucking hey, roman daddy yes roman daddy but yeah, yeah no it's the <laughs> roman daddy project that fuck you guys were on tour when the coronal times hit that is correct now we you're were gonna be in studio in studio fun. i'm i'm really excited actually to one like get out and do something you know being locked down so much but um i'm really excited to get some of these songs we've written recorded because I think people are going to really enjoy them. Hell yeah, dude. So uh, you heard it here first. Um, Ro- yeah, Roman Duddy coming back. That's right. So shit, here's what's going on. So Duddy logged uh, an, uh, an interview with the boys in Catastro and he did that via Zoom. So we have that for you guys today. But um, we wanted to have, you know, a- an up-to-date episode as well. So Duddy and I said, let's come into the bunker. Let's answer some Q&A. Duddy actually today has a This Song Sucks. That's right. I'm coming in here just all positive. Oh. I'm like, let's just heap praise on it. And Duddy's all, no, I have someone that needs to be taken out. Well, then in that case, then sucks. you're not allowed to chime in during oh, it. Oh, come on, man. All right, all right, all right. I hate everything. So um, fucking <laughs> let's get into it, dude. Duddy. All right. This song is the lyrics 
are pretty funny, man. And um, everybody knows the song. I'm sure this song sold 1,000 times more than any song I've ever written. I'm sure this song is so much bigger than anything I've ever done. But that being said, that's okay. And I'm sure that so many people have had so much fun dancing to this song. I'm going to play the, a quick little part of it, it's and everyone's going to go, oh, banger. that song. It's not about that. It's just about, like, do... I gotta just read these lyrics for you, though, okay? And this isn't me. Is, I didn't even know what song this was. Duddy's like, I gotta, this song sucks. And he goes, it's by whoever he's about to announce. And I said, say no more. I don't know any of his songs, but I'm in. Yeah, you do. I know who he is. Oh, uh, okay. This song suckity-doo. This man is named Pitbull, and this song is Give Me Everything. All right, you know I, the song. Yeah, I absolutely you know, know the song. That song. I don't need to okay, go I do any know further. Songs. I know um, one other Pitbull song. Like I said, humongous song. I, as always, zero facts, zero research has been done. But I'm gonna go ahead and guess that was a number one hit for oh, a long time. Yeah, if there's a number better than one, it was that. Yes, twelve hundred times every, every time for every day. Yeah, right. it's um, still at number one, bro. Okay, let me just read you this first little line. So it's a it's a lyric. Issue. It's a lyric it's issue. A that's lyric that's issue. what I'm saying. It's a lyric issue. And you're saying, hey, everyone loves to dance to it, so do I. Fine. But when you dig in, all right, I'm with you on this. Let's hear these. I can't <laughs> fucking wait. I have no idea what it this starts off said. with me not working hard. Me not working hard. Question mark. Me not working hard? Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square. Take a picture of me with a Kodak. Wait, wait, what? Because it feels like that was, wait. Well, yeah, I guess it's better yet because, hey, even better. You're, you're having Square. a vacation. And you're, so, so wait, wait can you do one more thing? Me not working hard. <laughs> he starts his song with a question. Oh, the audacity. Me not working. Like someone walked by and said, you don't work hard. He's all, I'm writing a fucking song. Me not working hard. Okay, so me not working hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square. Take a picture of me. With a Kodak. That's <laughs> the same fucking... Wait a minute. Wait, what the fuck? I what? love the first part, right? Me not working hard? I don't think so, sir. Picture that with a coat. You know, I get that. That works yeah. for me. I don't think those were the exact lyrics, but... It was, general, close. It was, it was pretty much it. Not today, my good sir. Yeah, with a Kodak. But, uh, and then, but then Kodak again? Yeah, yeah. Picture that with a Kodak, or better yet, go to Times Square, take a picture of me with a Kodak. Why is he in Times Square? Oh, doesn't he always do? I'm dissecting. I'm trying. Does he do the the Happy New Year shit a lot? Is what's I the have deal? No idea. Why is he Mr. Times Square? Does he live there? I wouldn't be surprised. What the fuck? Anyway, does um, it get worse? Let's keep it. Going. It's just uh, what gets amazing to me uh, from here on out is how many times he says a certain word. Okay, I'll get to I love that. that. Like, it's still like, like, and then it's took my life from negative to positive. Just want y'all okay. to know that. And tonight, let's enjoy life. Pitbull, Nayer, Neo. That's right, because this, this is with other people. This is a collab. Yeah, Neo on the track. Nayer and Neo. Neo. So, uh, tonight, I want all of you tonight. Give me everything tonight. For all we know, we might not get tomorrow. Let's do it tonight. 
And then the best, the, don't care what they say, all the games they play, nothing is enough till they handle love. Get it, Duddy. Let's do till it. Till they to, handle love? Till they handle love. Which, give me that whole don't sequence care again. What they say, all the games they play, nothing is enough till they handle love. What the fuck does that have to Let's do with Let's do working it hard tonight. Okay. I want you tonight. I want you to stay. I want you tonight. Is this the fine con can can? Yeah, I think that's that part. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I was singing it to the wrong part. This is Whatever. The 24 hour yeah. fitness fucking anthem. Okay, I think we're at like 10 tonights, but. And then it goes. <laughs> this is great. Oh, so you're adding up the tonights. Grab someone sexy, tell them, hey. Give me everything tonight. Give me everything tonight. Give me everything tonight. Hold it right Give there. Give me everything tonight. Four times. Four tonights, but hold it right there. Start from the top of that again, because we have a Me Too m- moment. <laughs> Grab someone sexy, tell them, hey. Stop it right there. Because <laughs> I heard the world explode when someone talked about grabbing things. <laughs> and then what does it say after that? Pitbull is a Me Too. We, so we're hearing it. Grab someone sexy, tell them, hey. Hey, all aggressive and just someone sexy. Hey, grab them. Okay, Pitbull. We're just doing what Pitbull told us to do in the Tonight Size. The song called Tonight, it's got to be called Tonight. How it's dare you fucking call it anything. everything. Oh, and I'm you and say I that don't, barely. I'm okay. going to and now yeah. I feel like an asshole cuz I don't even know like how to sing the rest of it. I just am reading these lyrics, so I'm probably going to say some weird shit, but <laughs> just okay, read the, the flap, bro. The They're next, horrifying. The next verse I think is the verse says, "Take advantage of tonight cuz tomorrow I'm also doing bad." Cool. Take advantage tonight. of me too. Okay. So wait, let's let's before that first line, the first the following or the, the four lines before that were, give me everything tonight, give me everything tonight, give me everything tonight, wow. give me everything tonight. And then Aggressive. it said, and then the starting of the next verse was, take advantage of tonight. The, just tonight the, again. He, and then, because tomorrow I'm also doing day. bad. Because tomorrow I'm also doing bad. What? what? Uh, perform for a princess, but tonight I can make you my queen. And make love to you endless. This is insane the way... The name grown. Wait, no, no, no. What? Like I said, I don't. I it probably if you do it in With the cadence the song, it's supposed to be in. Some, but okay, so give like us I said, another sample of this. Can we get a little tiny sample of the of the song? Because I thought I yeah. There's something from. I love this song. What a song! I, here. Okay. Oh, I was right. So this is some other, this is a lady friend. This is, gonna, narrow, yeah. All right, hold on. Oh, here comes the, here it comes. Here it comes. Let's hear this part. That's the part. I mean, that's, okay, I'll tell you what okay, that is. Yeah. Just listen to the beat. Okay, hit stop. That is every fucking drone footage video on YouTube. <laughs> that's what that is, right? I'm a travel blogger and I'm in Thailand and I'm jumping off a cliff and there goes a <laughs> 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 
we? It's so unbearable. I'm living van life in the fjern. It's like, is there just endless piles of just free that music online? Yes. So people are like, I'm a travel blogger. Totally. And I get it. When you listen to that, it's like, okay, this is like a dance song. This is like you're supposed to dance. So yes, no one's really listening to these lyrics. No one's listening to these fucking lyrics. No, dude. I would take advantage of the entire night to that song over and over again, endlessly. I would grab the night, and I wouldn't even ask if the night is into it, and I would take full advantage of the night. Okay, so yeah. What did Pitbull do? Um, is he the guy so who's talking about Kodak? We did a count. How many counts? How many tonight's? 44. So he says tonight 40. There, tonight is said 44 times in this great song. word. It's and a, then I mean, people, because you know why. People are in the club and they're all, oh, you're right, dude. It, tonight. And then they're throwing back, you know. That, yeah. Of course, you know that. I, yeah, so it's I guess this you. is, I really, I guess just really, this first, this first verse me Say not working again, hard. Dude, yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. Or better yet, go to Times Square. Take a picture of me with a Kodak. Dang, dude. That's so funny. It's becoming dope. I don't so, I don't know. I think I know. just backtracked myself on this one. But <laughs> you get it. You get it. And, and look, at, I'm saying, look, at, he says tonight 44 times. We have a song that the, the entire chorus says Medusa. Oh, that's true. Medusa. Shan, I'd love to know how many times Shan, we say that. They're probably like, you said Medusa 45 times. Medusa. And oh, almost God. drone footage music. No, oh, it could kidding. be. That beats way you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, because I kind of just half-assed that this song sucks. I no. loved it. Okay, thanks. I think any chance to make fun of Pitbull, because true. he's one of those guys where it's like, what is he kind of, I mean, what is Pitbull? What is he? Uh, he's a music, he's a producer. Is he that? Is he like the DJ I don't know. Cali guy doing another one? I don't know. One? I don't think that Pitbull like is a producer. He is. I think he's like Pitbull. an he's like an he's an entertainer. An entertainer. I okay. think he's like a hype guy entertainer dude. He's Flavor Flav, but better because he's not Flavor Flav. <laughs> I don't know who's better to be honest. I'd probably yeah. prefer Flavor Flav. I leave it up to you. All right, well, dude, you know Pitbull. It's just fun. He's big. That song is. I mean, weird. he's, he's bigger than we'll fun. ever be. Yeah, it is. I mean, come on. Yeah, and while we're making fun of just the name Pitbull, just no. I've said it before said in the show. It. No more MMA fighters can be called Pitbull anymore. It's done. There's too many of them. Find any other dog. Go to the feline race. Choose a reptile. Pitbull as an MMA nickname. It's done. I will not root for you. Okay. Anyway, it's not. Yeah. I'm, then I. I it, it is what it is. Deal, yeah. But I agree with you. Pitbull's been overdone. Because yeah. here's the deal, man. You come up, or you, you. First off, you can't come up with your own nickname. Someone's got to come up with your nickname. So if someone comes up to you and is like, "Yo, you're like a pitbull. I'm gonna call you pitbull," he's like, "Nope." But then one day someone's going to come up to you and they're going to have some name for you. Like, yo, you're like from everywhere, bro. Like you've been all around. Like I'm going to call you the mutt. And it just feels right. And, and when you get your nickname, does that feel good, Jake? That feels great. And mutt is a fucking great nickname. That's a great fucking nickname. Everyone on earth would root for you no yeah, matter what. He's the mutt, dude. He's, all, he's been from all over. It would absolutely feel good, Duddy. I saw what you did there. Yeah, thanks. But it was actually an, also an awesome nickname. Thanks, man. Double banger, dude. Double bangs. Um, so uh, speaking of feeling good on this show, we have some sponsors that make us feel great. And first and foremost, Koi CBD, uh, such an amazing company an amazing sponsor we love this product I use it every morning 
morning. Jake knows the routine. I got the 1500 milligram bottle. It's got the spray capper on it. I just, I unload until my mouth is full. I hold it in there, 20 seconds, drop that. And then I grab the inhaler, 1000 milli. That's it running out. That's really what it sounds like when it runs like out. CBD. I really enjoy it. And then I feel better all day. But no, but seriously, if you are someone who takes uh, a lot of pain, you know, pills because you got achy bones and joints, give CBD a try. I think you're going to love the effects and it's much healthier for you. So go to KoiCBD.com and put in code DuddyB at checkout and you will get 20% off your first order. That's right. Well, bam, you did it. We did it. And also... Um, Jack Racks. This is a rad product. It is, uh, it's a key holder for your home or wherever, your office, your studio, whatever it is. Um, it's this really cool little, uh, it's, and it's small, it's not bulky, um, and it, it resembles like a head of a guitar amp. And they have like a Marshall one, they have a Fender one, and each one comes with four keychains, and you put your keys on it, and, it, and the keychain is a quarter inch cable the head of a quarter inch cable that you would plug into a guitar or an in, into an amp and then you just plug your quarter inch cable in at the end of the day your keys are hanging off and then when you're ready to go you unplug it's actually really cool and what's funny about this thing is i already had one before i met these guys i've had one for like two years my wife got me one for father's day and it's awesome so go to pluginskeychains.com and that's plugins with a Z. Uh, the plugins has a Z at the end of it. And then keychains.com, pluginskeychains.com. And uh, put in code DuddyB at checkout and you get 20% off every order. Boom. I believe you could also put in jackrack.com and it'll take you to the same link. So there, fun That'll fact. Be below. Fun fact. That's a fun little fact. You have to admit that was fun. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. Okay, so you so, got the interview with Catastro coming up. Yep, let's do that. And then we're, after that, we'll get into a bunch of Q&A. So. Oh, hell yeah. So wait, set this up. So this was like a week ago or so, and you, yeah, you this were able was, to Zoom this was maybe boys? like four or five days ago. Look, they live in AZ, and they're on super lockdown right now. And oh. um, uh, so I, I did a little Zoom interview with them, yeah. and I actually got some really funny and great stories uh, with them as well. We've done many tours and shows with these guys, so yeah. we've known them for a long time. And uh, yeah, it's a really it's a really fun interview and just a fun little show. So check it out. And and uh, after this, we're gonna come back and do the Q and A. So stick around and enjoy. What's happening? I am here with Andrew Stravers and Ryan Whittle of Catastro. Uh, glad to have these guys here. I've known these guys for a long time. We've played many shows, done some tours together. Great dudes. Um, how you guys doing? Doing great, yeah, bro. What is good? I'm happy oh, to be on know. this, dude. We, we know you've been doing it for a while, but it's uh, it's cool to kind of collab. We got we got some new shit. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. And uh, I I heard you guys have started your own podcast as well. Hell yeah. Yeah, we did. And it's been uh, super interesting. We just go off the rails and like, there's no format. We don't have any segments or anything. We just kind of talk shit for as long as we feel like it and hope that it's good. <laughs> Dude, that's the great thing about a podcast. As Let me turn off. I have my freaking uh, click track on over here. <laughs> um there we go. Uh, um, that's the great thing about a podcast I've noticed, man. Me and my brother have had so much fun 
doing this. Sorry, I'm just a mess over here. Uh, I, I'm so, uh, we did like two of these Zoom ones or something, and, and you know, we thought this is how we're gonna be doing it now, and, and then we just stopped doing that, and I'm so rusty, so we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna make it happen though. But yeah, the great thing about podcasts, it's so fun, man. You just get together, you talk about whatever you want. Most of the time, uh, we're just laughing our asses off the whole time. Do you, do you ever get you scared hope after it, saying something? You're like, I hope the wrong people don't get a hold of this soundbite. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's been a few things said on my show where I'm like, ooh, yeah. that could be, you know, taken the wrong way. Have you uh, ever had to edit a guest? I had one guest, I won't say who, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, he came on the show. We were actually on the road and I was doing the podcast from the bus and uh, he had come to the show. He's the son of, he was the son of like a, pretty famous uh, country singer and uh which i just gave it away who it is yeah i know who it is knows, now. <laughs> knows exactly who the fuck it is uh but he dude he knows um it was it was travis tritt's son uh at tristan and he was he, tristan's fucking great dude he's we awesome. met him he, uh cheese introduced me to him and at a festival yeah. and uh he was awesome super nice guy dude super rad right but he had he had a lot of drinks and uh he came on the bus <laughs> he's like i want to get on the podcast you know so he jumped on and he was pretty drunk and when we listened back it was kind of like ah, i don't really want to re- release all of this because i don't want him to like you know look bad and then his dad to hear it yeah. like oh my god uh but we kept some of it there was still a lot of usable that we did release but there was some stuff i was like i'm probably gonna just cut that out well i'm fucking hammered <laughs> right now so be careful get ready dude no joke uh are you drinking <laughs> i am i am this uh four sons the the company you know that we did our the dirty heads beer with they're local in hb as well and they just they uh they just started canning cocktails Ooh. right Sounded weird, right at first, and and they they dropped off a bunch of these uh, IPAs and beers for the guys uh, for the rehearsals. I'm not a big beer guy, so these have been in the fridge for a bit, and I never looked in there at what they were. And the other day, I looked in, and this can said vodka soda. How is it with oh, a shit. hint of watermelon? So it is great. I was so <laughs> like, f- cocktail in a can to me just sounds weird. Yeah, dude. I've had like, a, I had a gin and soda one. I, I go to this wine festival in Arizona every year if I'm mm. in town, and like. This one stand pops up last year, and they had cocktails in a can, and it was actually like legitimately really good. I'm 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 very surprised on how delicious this is. And yes, it's weird that it's in like a can, and you know you want it to be on ice, but like it's not bad. And honestly, if uh, if you had a glass of ice and you poured this on it, you would be stoked. Yeah. Um, well, that's what's that's dangerous so- about it, is you just chug them like it's a fucking beer. And then you have like all like seven fucking vodka sodas in you. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's three of these in here. They're for sure all going to be gone by the end of this. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, you guys are out in uh, Arizona right now. This, you guys are from Arizona, Tempe, right? Yeah, we're we're um, from Tempe. We we both live in uh, Phoenix. Okay, nice. We're uh, and we we're like two minutes away from each other right now. Oh wow, that's good. So about six feet apart though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if you guys aren't aware, Arizona right now is ground zero. I believe one of like yeah, it's ground zero right now for coronavirus. Um, they're completely back on lockdown again, quarantine for thirty days yep. as of Dude, now. I don't know. Our At governor least 30 is days. fucking fumbling it. It's like he keeps saying that like he's shutting shit down, but he really like he just shut down gyms and like clubs. So like there you can yeah, still bars, go to restaurants you can still go to rest like bars that serve food i think are still considered restaurants so you can still go and sit in in there um you can still pretty much do anything you can go golfing you can go do whatever you want 
you just can't go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like the gym sounds safest to me. You wear a fucking mask and you're on a treadmill. Like, like, yeah, it would suck. But if you're willing to go do that, it's whatever. It's weird. I mean, a lot of businesses though, that I don't think are like being forced to close are still closing down. So like, like all the banks near me are closed. A lot of restaurants are closed that like, I mean, at least they're not doing dine-in. They're just doing takeout because of the situation. But, like, It's kind of like, yeah, a lot of, like, the places are just doing it on their own because they're realizing how fucked up it is. But I think what happened was, like, they didn't shut shit down like they should have. And then they shut shit down too late. And then they opened it up too early. And it was, like, Memorial Day weekend. And we were the only place open. So, like, everybody from Vegas and California was in Scottsdale partying in these clubs and it was just like hundreds and hundreds of people it was in the out street. of control oh, like wow. people were Insane. people were raging dude like wow. Scottsdale was raging during that whole like when when it first started peaking <laughs> yeah. like everyone was just fucking going out no masks yeah it, fucking bars were packed AZ oh, a joke that is crazy and uh so uh <laughs> Strav hey <laughs> You want to talk about this? All right, let's do this. So, uh, you know, Strav's here that we are talking to. He actually was uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Yes. Yeah, my singer gave it to me. Your singer. So two members of your band. 50%. 50% of the band. Dude, you know what's fucked yep. up is that the night yeah. after he, te- uh, Andy got sick or like felt, started feeling sick, the night, the night before that, we were all together and I fucking was drinking out of his glass like an oh, idiot. No. <laughs> like we knew how bad everything was. And I was just like, oh, what's that mescal? Can I try it? And I was just, I fucking went for it. Yes. Yeah, so so we shot a fucking music video at Tanner's house. And that's the night him and Tanner and Tanner's girlfriend also shared a drink with Andy. The next night, we fucking Andy comes over to my house to record vocals for a song, and a couple days later, me and my girl start feeling sick, and we're just like fuck. So we go get tested, and the day before we got tested, Andy hit us up. Was like, "Yo, I got tested positive. Like, you guys need to get checked." So everyone went and got tested, and then yeah, basically just you know we were sick for a week. It wasn't as bad as getting the flu. It was like it's like body aches, fever, headache. For it you, sucked. though. It sucked. I, no, I'm just saying for yeah. me personally. like For you personally, yeah. Well, I'm you're just, a I'm younger, healthy yeah, guy. I'm, I am. I, 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 you know, I consistently exercise. I'm young. Yeah. But, dude, it definitely is scary for, like, to have that when you're, like, 60 or, you know, I have, I have a couple friends who their parents have gotten it and, like, they just got wiped out. And, like, dude, our, our friend, her, her father passed away. One of our friend's away. dad just passed away, yeah, in Arizona. So. Yeah. Wow. It's serious, bro. It's like people don't think it's a serious thing, but it's. Yeah. Uh, I think now people are starting to. I think a lot of the non-believers are now starting to be a little bit more believers. I mean, honestly, even myself at first, when it first all started hitting and everything, I was like, "What is going on?" I kept saying, "Like, we're gonna be going." Oh, remember coronavirus when like we were saying like remember Y two K? You know, it was kind That's of what I was things. thinking too, bro. With I was like, "This is gonna come bullshit. and go." But yeah, I think a lot of that doubt, now you're kind of like, people are like, all right, this is a real thing. Like, do I think that, you know, oh, everyone's going to get it and die? No, I don't. But it's obviously there and it's not a good thing. Right, right. Like, I'm like, 
I'm not worried about myself getting it, but like my mother-in-law, if she got it, like she has heart failure, you know what I mean? It's just like, and she's like normal. She, she's not like heart failure from being unhealthy. It's just like shit happens, you know, in your life. And so it's like, like she, like I'm worried about her if she got it and like just random people. So it's like, I'm worried about one person in my life really getting it. Like I'm worried about my neighbors too. And I'm worried about, you know, people I don't know because it's like, it's scary. You don't know who it's going to affect it's it's true man so yeah i think that now i think people are like all right we got to start taking this a little more seriously and fuck man but for a band wow what a what a weird thing like uh we were just talking about this yesterday we were having rehearsals with the dirty heads for this upcoming live stream and uh we were just out of nowhere we were having lunch and we were just like how fucking weird is this like we can't really work like we can't go tour and uh it's just fucking wild it's so wild. It just shut down this industry. Are you uh, going crazy yet being at home? Uh, I'm not going crazy, I would say. like um, It's got to be because in- you guys are so fucking busy all the time. So it has to be initially, I would imagine it would be initially really awesome and then start to feel weird because you're so used to being gone. Dude, I'm dying to get out on the road and play some shows. Don't get me wrong. Like, we were even saying that yesterday, too. We were like, man, I would do anything right now for a day off in the middle of nowhere. You know, yeah. like, normally you're just like, fuck, in the middle of nowhere again. You're like, yeah. that sounds great right now. But um, we are, we've been keeping busy. The live streams have been keeping us really busy. We're rehearsing our you know, asses off for them. Um, and then I have the podcast, which has been keeping me busy, which is great that I have that. And um, And then, you know, the cutlass brand uh, keeps me somewhat busy but other than that man i haven't got to spend this much time with my kids and ever so that's that's been great yeah that's super dope but it's definitely getting to that point where it's like all right we got yeah it's like (laughs) for for us as a band we just we were like yo we need to do whatever we can that's in our control right now so we've been you know working on a ton of new music and just working on you know working on tons of plans for the future yeah, man. And when you guys just dropped like, a single today, or a, a cover song, actually, Scarlet Begonias, which was great. I just yep. listened to it, actually. Hell yeah. Dope. Thanks, bro. Yeah, you yeah, know, Scarlet, we're, Scarlet we're changing music. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, that's what we were saying with uh, Andy. We're doing it. We're like, it was kind of like, is anybody, like, does anybody need another Sublime cover? You know what I mean? And, uh, but it's like, it felt right right now. Like, we kind of, we had a bunch of other songs. So we had done, like, original songs where, like, incredibly stoked with um but this one is just like i don't know we tried to kind of flip it make it our own style and we brought in a little bit more of the grateful dead influence into it mm-hmm. and uh it just feels kind of like more light hearted and like i don't know kind of yeah. upbeat and like right now everything feels like fucking horrible so yeah it's, i think it's perfect timing for it right now i mean you know it's hard for a band too. Like we're 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 in the middle of putting out some new music, but we're like, shit, is this a weird time to put out new music because you can't really go tour and back it? Right. So I think putting out like a fun, lighthearted cover song right now for your fans to have something to listen to, I think it's fucking great. Yeah. We, when we were shooting the mu- <laughs> when we were shooting the music video for it, I looked at Andy and I was like, yo, I think our fans are like really gonna fuck with this. And he's and he looks at me and goes, dude, we're gonna fucking change music. <laughs> and we all just started laughing. <laughs> He was joking. <laughs> no, he was totally joking, but yeah, that, shit, yeah. that shit just was funny as hell to me. That's fucking great. You know, we're going to change the fucking world with this one. <laughs> we dude, all just started dying. Dude, I, uh, so like this whole like coronavirus, like you said, like I didn't think it was that as big of a, well, I kind of saw it coming like pretty early. I was like, oh, this could get really bad if we didn't do anything. 
but it reminded me of like swine flu. And I don't know if you remember this, but we were all in Mexico together. We all played a show in Rocky Point uh, with Jesse Dude. Andre, like through a festival. I've, I've talked about this festival on my show no. before, so this is great. Dude. Go ahead. Yeah. So like, but that weekend was like, it was so much fun, but it was like a shit show because like nobody showed up. So it was just all bands like getting <laughs> hammered for free, Ooh. you know? And uh, yes. I think we fit like 25 people and you guys were still in a van then. Yeah. And, uh, but I remember like coming back over the border, like our phone started working, like as soon as we got to like the edge and we all had missed calls from like our moms and like, you know, our family members. And they're just like, are you guys okay? Like, are you guys okay? And we had no idea what was going on. And uh, it, the fucking swine flu had just broken out in Mexico City. I fucking totally, I, I completely forgot about that. And every time I've told, I've talked about this, I've never remembered that part. I totally forgot about that. That's right. Dude, the I got wasted. Flu. I got wasted and broke my phone that weekend. Um, and I was supposed to call my mom the day we were leaving. And I didn't call her until two days later. And she was for two whole days just fucking losing her mind. I mean, we were like, weren't we 18, Ryan? 19 dude yeah we had to have been we were young we were like we were young bro we were just like that was like our peak of scumbaggery too like we were just oh yeah dude i I just remember (laughs) that weekend being so fun with you guys though because it was our first like ever traveling out of the country to play a show yep and it was with dirty heads one of our favorite bands you know it's still our only it's still our only yeah i don't think we've ever been anywhere else God, what what I always remember from that show of like how bad it was was how like they they've set this thing up for a fifteen twenty thousand person festival. Like, do you remember just they out like it, the whole place was outlined with vendors, dude? It like, was beautiful too. It's like literally people, on the sand. Oh, <laughs> it, it was set up. There was vendors there set up for so many people, and I and I there was nobody there. Zero. Dude, oh, I just remember playing, like going on and playing, and like two members of B Foundation were just stood in the middle of this like open 20,000 person space watching us, and I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, when can we start drinking again? Yeah, I, I talked about it. I, the, in, in our set, I remember we were just like, everyone could just come on stage, and it was like, there was no Dude. one in this crowd anymore. There was just 30 people on stage, but it was just all people from bands. I, Dude, I remember watching your guys set and like there were so many wasted people on stage. We were wasted in the crowd watching and everyone on stage is wasted. And it was just like the biggest <laughs> shit. No, show do ever. you remember the, uh, what was that bar? JJ's or? Yep. Oh yeah. JJ's. Oh, oh, the, <gasps> the rap off. Yes. Oh Dude, my that was goodness gracious. <laughs> that was, that Legends was so were fun. That day. <laughs> uh, man, wow. I miss that. We should all do that again. We got to go down there. We got to go to JJ's. But we'll only sell we like 10 tickets. There'll be like 10 tickets available. All right. <laughs> Dirty Heads Catastro Acoustic Show at JJ's. Yes. That Ten. sounds great. Bring the trash to cans. It's going to yeah, be the, the Pesota. <laughs> That's where I still have, I remember I have a picture of Jared there throwing up in the trash can, and on the trash can it says Pesota. On stage, <laughs> it's right? It's great. It's the be- yeah, it's the best photo hey, ever. Do you remember that? You remember that picture of Christian? Christian pouring the beer on Andy's head when we're on the beaches behind us with the sunset yep. in the background. Oh, yeah. That was when <laughs> Damn, Christian was, was I mean, Christian's trip. still scary, but he scared the fuck out of us back then. Oh, well, because that was when he was just in full big brother mode. I'm going to pick on the younger bands. I'm going to fuck with them all day. Dude, 
I love yeah. Christian for that. Yeah. I, I love Christian. Dude. It's he's awesome. Christian yeah, almost got a Christian almost got arrested once in Huntington Beach on the strip for trying to back me up when some dude was trying to fight me. That's a big brother, bro. We were, we were with that Christian and Christian's brother, me. and they're both equally as scary. And I was just like, yeah. and uh, we're so small and we're like so fucked up. <laughs> like at that time, like we were just, like I was on like everything at the bar, and like we were all oh. just like fucking out of our minds. And I was just like, I've never felt safer. Like I can say whatever <laughs> I want, and that's so dangerous. It's like that's yeah, how I feel I when mean, I hang I, out with Common Kings. I'm just like I've never been safer. <laughs> like, yeah, they're big dudes. But yeah, I mean, I I had so many years. I had ten years where me and Christian just hung out every day, and I lived you know downtown Huntington, and we would go down to the bars and everything. And it was like he's the nicest guy, but like yeah. And the one thing that really pisses him off is if someone's messing with one of his friends. I he know, and I love he, that. He can't <laughs> deal with it. He turns like just red. <laughs> <laughs> And he's one of those dudes, too, where it's fun. Like, when you just look at him or whatever, like, you don't, he doesn't look like a big dude. But then when you, like, stand next to him, you're like, oh, you're kind of a big guy. <laughs> dude, he's just, he's intimidating. But, like, also, like, the nicest fucking person. He's, yeah, like, the, sure. the he's, person that you want to be, like, on your side in anything. And he has the know? most dreamy eyes I've ever seen. Wow, this is a Christian episode right here. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's move on. Come on, Let's Christian. move along from Christian. Christian. So, all right, we've got it. They, Wait, is that, sorry, Let's, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but was that the show where Christian had to threaten a promoter because they were trying not to pay? <laughs> Do you remember this? He uh, took a certain somebody to an ATM and made them call their dad. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. That is how that ended. Yeah. I think we'll I leave it at that. that. But that's We'll leave it at that. Oh, yeah. So moving on. Okay, we've got it. They're, they're out in AZ. They're on lockdown. They've survived the corona. They've gotten it, and it's passed. Um, they have just released their new uh, cover song, Scarlet Begonias. We're through it. Let's get into some fun stuff here. Let's do it. You guys uh, have told me that one of you have seen Bigfoot? Well, I'm pretty sure, you know. It's I'm, not I'm, true. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure, guys. Let's hear about it. Can't, I can't prove it. You know, I didn't have my GoPro out, dude, but it was like two or three in the morning and we're driving through somewhere in Northern California. Who was driving, Ryan? Were you driving or was I up front? Driving? I think I was driving. It was like overnight, okay. right? Yeah, but I was in the passenger seat and uh, let's see, it's already fizzling out, Ryan. My story's <laughs> we have this fizzling. thing on our podcast where Trevor starts <laughs> telling a story and then he builds up it all fizzles. these things into it to make it sound crazy, and then it just <laughs> yeah, it, fizzles. it fizzles. So let's hear it, Dude, Let's hear okay, this. Okay, so like Honestly, every story ever told on any uh, Bigfoot show <laughs> yeah. or any alien show, my, my brother always says it. He says, "How many Bigfootless Bigfoot shows? How many alienless alien shows and ghostless ghost shows are we going to see?" <laughs> so, but you have seen Bigfoot. Let's hear it. Well, saw this big dark figure with like a fucking weird ass looking face on the side of the road like like look at us when the van's lights shined shined on it and it was like by the trees <laughs> this is literally how those stories go and when you watch Bigfoot <laughs> discovered <laughs> dude was it okay, a bear so I, I love know. this though it's i a, love this listen, that it's a combination yeah, it. it's a combination of how badly i want him to be real because of watching harry and the hendersons when i was a kid and maybe being sleep deprived and then also just 
seeing shit in the forest. So don't tell me that there's not a possibility that it was Bigfoot is what I'm trying to say. You can't, Ryan, you can't tell me he's not real. You don't know. It's I don't not know real. If he is Did, for I, sure I would like real. to see the number of like Bigfoot cases. Like once, once GoPros became available and cameras on phones like started getting good, the numbers of sightings had to have gone down. You know, once people are like, "Oh, I can't prove it," like you don't have an excuse now. You can prove anything yeah, at any moment. I mean, or the quality is too good on the camera for you to yeah. say that you that's Bigfoot. That grainy guy walking across. Yeah, but now it. It's also so freaking easy for people to Photoshop shit. It's true. I know, it dude, uh, Gonzo is like those, uh, the shows where the like, ghost hunters and shit, where they just like, they're all standing there and they're just like, oh shit. They start like jumping around like something happens. Gonzo, there was one in Gonzo, our, uh, our manager's hometown. And like, I just, he just like posted a screenshot from the show and just said, this is bullshit. Nothing happened. Like, what the fuck did you expect, Gonzo? Like, <laughs> like what did you think was going to happen in Farmington, New Mexico? It's a bunch of people in a trailer jumping like they're scared at nothing in the pitch black. Yeah, with, a, with night vision camera on. And uh, it's like, if, if there was a show that aired some real footage <laughs> of them seeing a real ghost trust me it would be fucking everywhere it wouldn't be on at seven o'clock on the national geographic channel <laughs> that's like, what you think though <laughs> but the fucking government released videos of ufos like actual fucking footage and nobody gave a fuck Dude, yeah i think everyone's crazy? just skeptical on believing anything the government has to say right now only blink 182 members cared about it I get all my my facts and news from Tom DeLong these days. <laughs> Dude, okay, so uh and I know I'm going to bring up a Joe Rogan thing here, but please tell me you listened oh, to I, a Joe Rogan episode with him on it. With, with oh, John I did. On it. Dude, I don't know if you remember this, but I have a Blink-182 tattoo on my ass. I'm a diehard, bro. I got it when I was 18. I, I got it when I was 18. That. So, yes. Don't get me I, wrong. Oh, I, yes, fucking, I, I was all about Blink when they first came out. Um, I mean, as as I got older, I grew out of them because, you know, they're same, same. not talking you're shit. Normal like they're, person? Yeah, they're <laughs> a band I feel for like a younger crowd. And as I got older, I grew out of it. But I was I was all about them, like Cheshire, Cheshire Cat, right? Yep, yep. That, that was Let's a great see that album. Um, Dude, that fucking Joe Rogan, uh, that, that Joe episode Rogan was crazy. episode was wild. It was just like he was, Tom was just out there, dude. It's honestly one of my favorite episodes of any podcast ever. It was like for me, like being a kid that grew up listening to Blink, to see him on Joe Rogan was just so like these two worlds of things that I have always consumed. Like I, we've been, we've all, everyone in the band's been listening to Rogan for years. Yeah. So like when I saw that he was going to be on, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is epic. That shit was that I couldn't fucking believe that episode. It it was out there. I, if you haven't heard that episode and you're listening to this, go look that up. It was a while back, but you can. Do you find know what's it. crazy about great. that shit? The crazy thing about that shit is that the people that he talks about, like all the all the people high up in the government that he constantly is in work with, like he is working with those people, which is kind of crazy. So it's like, yes, what the, like, but what if the those people are on here. Yeah, it's it's so weird. It's like we can go into this is a whole other fucking episode. <laughs> this would have to be yeah, it's a whole ep- other episode of fuckery. But yeah. do you believe yeah, in aliens, Daddy? I do. I totally do. And trust me, man. I want nothing more than there to be Bigfoot. I want nothing more than to see some Nessie. I want some all Nessie. that shit to be real. I just feel like you know, I feel like we've seen more evidence of aliens than we have of 
ghosts or Bigfoot. Yeah, I, I would ag- I would agree with that. I yeah. feel like it's almost dumb to not believe the aliens are real because like we're so small in this galaxy. Like to say we're literally the only like an alien could be anything. It doesn't have to be someone yeah. just flying around. It could be like anything living. Like we can't be. The I'd only like, yeah, they, totally. I, I there's yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's it's pretty self absorbing to be like there's nothing else but us. We're the only thing here. You know, <laughs> like come yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, but okay, okay. And then um, speaking of scary stuff, uh, I heard one of you has a pretty good uh, shit your pants story. I Let's do. go, Ryan. Give it to him, Ryan. All right, so let's take it back to when the band moved to Huntington Beach to further the band's career, which was probably the dumbest move we could have made, but (laughs) it was good for us at the time. Um, We ended up just all sharing a bedroom in this, like, really shithole apartment. I think one of you guys lived there, not at the time we were there, but it was at Ocean Breeze Villas on uh, Warner and uh, Edwards or Warner and... Oh, uh, I think Maddie used to live there, right? A long time ago. Or Christian, Maddie or Christian did. Maybe it. it was Christian. Yeah, I think it was Christian. We we lived there, but it was like so expensive for us. Like we were all so poor, and like the band was making no money. So we all started working like random jobs. And I started working at a calculator warehouse. You know where you uh, you know just you know what calculator warehouses are. Um, a calculator <laughs> warehouse. Everyone knows I started what that working is. there, and uh, it was like my third day on the job. And the guy there was, like, obsessed with Joe Rogan and all this shit. And he's like, do you want to try a, try a bulletproof coffee? And I was like, all right, cool. And so he loads it up, this coffee, with, like, butter and, like, a shitload oh, yeah. of MCT oil. I had no idea what it was. I'm like, dude, I'm drinking butter. This is fucking weird. But I'll do it because it's my, <laughs> like, third day on the job. So he does that. I drink it. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. We go to lunch. I go to Payway. I think I got two meals and ate them both at the same, like in one sitting, you know, go back. Things are fine. Like I, we're getting to like 30 minutes before my shift's over. I'm just like refurbishing calculators, you know, (laughs) 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 instruments, like (laughs) both hands. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. I need to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and I shit. I'm like, whatever. I stand up and I start walking back to the warehouse and I realize I'm still shitting my pants. Like, I'm actively shitting my pants. Like, I never stopped. I just stood up and put my clothes on and just kept shitting the whole way back. And, like, I I didn't realize it. So, I didn't realize it while I was walking. I realized (laughs) it about two minutes after sitting back down into the warehouse. So, I'm sitting there with two strangers in probably, like, a 15 by 20 foot warehouse. Small. Um... And there's just stacks of calculators around. I don't know these guys. I need the job fucking desperately. And uh, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm a little wet. Like, I didn't smell anything. I didn't feel anything. I was just like, I'm wet. I don't know what's going on. So I get up and I go to the bathroom again. Realize I shit my pants. Like, there's like, I'm full of, you know. Full. Just full pants. And so throw away what I can try to clean up i come back in and it's just still i think it's just still happening i think it's just like cp i think i was a little cp at the time and (laughs) (laughs) i have fucking 20 minutes left in my shift i can't tell these guys i need to go home because i need money i need every fucking cent i can get and also i'm embarrassed as fuck i have no idea what's happening so they will be like 
they would be on one side of the warehouse. I would be fucking circling the other end. So like they come over here, I'm I'm going to the <laughs> other edge, and I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to avoid them the whole time. So they'd be like, hey, can I come here? Like let me ask you for something. I'd run to the other side and pretend like I needed to do something over there. Like look like, at it. What? Just tell me from there. Yeah, like we're good. <laughs> and so uh, I leave with shit in my pants. I'm I smell like shit now. Like it's like it's in there. The place is small. I'm so self conscious. You know as you would be if you shit your pants. Oh. At the time, like, I, was, I didn't have a car, and so I had to skate like a mile back home to my apartment, and they're all in their car. And, like, they're, they were like, kind of starting to warm up to me, and they're just like, hop in, man. Like, we'll give you a ride. We live like, <laughs> r- literally across the street from you. And I was like, no, no thanks. And they're like, what? And I just start fucking skating. They, I must have looked so weird because they like, literally they're live like, what? across the fucking street. Like, <laughs> and i was just like nope and i just skate all the way home and i fucking crawl up my stairs in our house and just take like the most shameful fucking shower of my life oh my god well i mean the one positive out of that story is the fact that they asked you to get in their car means that they didn't smell the shit on you all day that's true i never thought about that and then he See? came home and proceeded to tell the band that he skateboarded home from work because he shit his pants, and <laughs> I remember how happy that made all of us. Dude, I, I also I think I texted one of the guys in the warehouse that night and just told him, and I was like, "Don't tell the boss, like, don't tell the owner of the company." And he fucking told the guy immediately, and I walked back in the next day, and we were like best friends. Like they fucking loved me. Of I course, you know, of course, no one's like, "Oh fuck that guy for shit in your pants." You're just, it's more like, "Tell me about it." Yeah. Like they, they appreciated um, it. The best part too is like when you're telling the story, you can almost picture like you're worried about like the cool crew at the calculator warehouse is gonna know. Exactly, I don't want the cool guys at the calculator warehouse to know I shit my pants. Dude, well, after that, the kid would come like he would just stop by our house like unannounced like every night, and he would just be like, "Do you want mushrooms?" I'm like, "Dude, it's fucking Tuesday." Like, sure. And we would just sit on our couch, and I would just, <laughs> of course and the I guy, did. and I would, I'm so fucking socially awkward, like, I wouldn't tell him to leave, because it would be, like, hours, and I'm just like, I just want to go to sleep, and he'd be, like, trying to, like, stay up and, like, do drugs all night, and I'm like, I'm, dude, the, like, I don't know how to tell this guy to leave, because he's, he's a nice guy, he was cool, like, I liked him, you know, but, uh, they, I remember the band always being like, what the fuck are, are these people doing at our house every fucking night, and, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is so funny. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're ever in a situation and you're trying to win over a friendship with a group of people you're intimidated by, shit your pants, lie about it in the moment, tell them right after. That's how you impress people. I like it. Yeah. It's how I met my wife. <laughs> yeah, see? It, cre- it, it, it can bring true love into it the really picture. Can. No, I think people are... Uh, people like to know, like to hear stories about other people in their in most vulnerable moments. <laughs> I know so I do. Like, all right, this For guy's sure. willing to let us know he shit his pants. He must be a good guy. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of embarrassing. Like, if I shit my pants right now, it'd be kind of embarrassing. But it's uh, Prove you're it. just being real. You got to be real with the people. Got to be real. Got to be real with the people. Um, all right, that yep. is a good one. That's going in the uh, Hall of Fame there of shit stories. <laughs> but um, what about a, a band camp story? You guys said you might have something for me. 
Explain the Bandcamp um, story again. Just anything that you can remember, just any story that stands out. Actually, I have a quick little story from when you guys, I think it was at Marymore, and it was you, Ryan, and a bottle of Fireball. Does this ring a bell? Oh, yes. He had the friend over. Huh? He, Andy had the friend there. Yes. So I think it was Andy and sh- with the Fireball. But you are the one who pounded it. Yeah. No. Well, no, no, I, girl, that girl well, ended up Andy's friend. It. There was a girl there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who she was. She was just backstage. I don't know. Yeah, she was. Andy's she friend, was the one that left in the ambulance. Yeah, she left in an ambulance. But <laughs> you stayed there just throwing up just, oh, my God. OK, so there's this girl and she decides to like chug the bottle of fireball. She takes down like half of this bottle of fireball. Yeah, dude. Like, it was quite impressive. Um and uh, and don't worry, she was totally of age and everything. It wasn't like there was just some young chick. She was no, no. just backstage at the show. It was a it, and this girl was just she was already pretty drunk. And then somehow a bottle of Fireball came in the room, and she was trying to show off. She grabbed it and just started chugging it. And what happens when a you know hundred and five pound girl chugs half a bottle of Fireball? She immediately just passed out. And uh, it got to the point where we got a little worried, and we called the, we called the ambulance, I believe, and or we called the something. We, or there was maybe there was ambulance on site because it was a show and yeah. we were like hey can some of you come over here and help this girl it seems like she's pretty sick and they come over and they start to try and help her up and she fucking projectile vomits all over them do you remember that dude. they went to go start to try to pick her up and put her like on like a little gurney thing or whatever and <laughs> as they were doing it she just she like wakes up like a fucking like a exorcist. she was possessed <laughs> and like an exorcist and just wah and just unfucking loaded on this these poor EMTs, dude. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't. Dude, remember I remember this, us, obviously because yo was, while while this was all happening, I remember as a band we were like there was a couple of us. I think that we were like talking in the other room and we're like, dude this is not look good for our band right now. Like we fucking bring this girl back and she projectile vomits everywhere and dirty heads are going to be like wondering like, yo, what the fuck are these? No, we didn't doing? think of that. Somebody came up to us or Jared talked to us the next day. It was like, Hey, we're cool. We know you guys and stuff. But like, if you guys were on tour with any other band, like that shit wouldn't fly. Like you can't have that. And we we're like embarrassed as fuck. It was, like yeah. that's how like you learn your fucking lessons on things like that. But another yeah, sure. special thing happened that night. I don't know if you remember, but it was, I hope you do. It was your bar mitzvah. It was my bar mitzvah. That was yes. incredible. I, I remember we all I had like, you up on a chair. Everybody was just fucking going <laughs> all excited. And I just, I got a little too excited for your bar mitzvah. And that's I, uh, right, dude. That was my birthday. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> So for my birthday, we're on the road. My birthday is always on the road because it's right in the middle of summer. So summer tour. But I'll be home this summer for sure. But uh, um, and and uh, I'm I'm Jewish, so uh, my bandmates and crew and everyone they uh, they threw me a bat mitzvah for my uh, what I don't even know my 35th birthday or something. And uh, it was great. I mean, they literally picked me up over their heads in the chair and sang the song and danced around and then uh and then a girl chugged half a bottle of fireball and threw up everywhere it was a successful barf mitzvah successful mitzvah. yeah do you uh the re- what happened was somebody some like rep with fireball contacted our band and was like we want to give you guys a bunch of liquor for the tour and so they gave us like 25 30 bottles and it 
that shit was when it first came out it was so sweet and you could just fucking chug it out of the bottle like Ugh. nothing and like the first night we got it was when we played Remac Arena in La Jolla and I fucking shattered my phone I lost my wallet and it was like the second day of a two month tour and so I had no phone the entire fucking tour and I would spend my my entire rides like our 15 hour drives in the back seat with nothing and I was losing my fucking mind because I couldn't talk to anybody because everybody's quiet and I would just sit there and I, I like I just read books and I'd look over and I'd watch Andy scroll through Instagram because Instagram had like just came out and I was like oh, wow I was just sad boy you're just like, dude, I want to be fucking using filters and stuff. <laughs> dude, we were, we were pretty messy back then. We talk about it a lot. That it's, like, it's like, fuck, I wish we got that tour now. You know what I mean? Like, I wish we were at who we are now and like, had our music now when we did that tour because we could have used that so much better like, than we actually we had did. To learn, we, for us, we were just like, <laughs> oh, my God, free food, free liquor every night, like playing in front of fucking so many people. And we just got blinded and we fucking... It was bad, but you like, have to learn. like we learned, you know, like now we, we've done other tours where it's like big summertime things and we're like, we need to, and we kind of had to just grow up. We had to be like, we can't get fucked up every night or like, we can't get, we can't drink before our sets. Like we got to play good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's why we're here. And like, we, totally. we, it took us a long time, but like we had to learn how to take our shit seriously and like, you know, do it, do it right. Yo, I got a, I got a quick story that involves you, Duddy. We were, uh, all right. I forget what tour this was on or if it was even part of a tour. I think I think we jumped on like six or seven shows of one of your guys' tours. This was like probably four or five years ago maybe. Um, we were in Colorado somewhere. And before the show, oh, it was in fucking, uh, what's that small ski town? Fucking Aspen. Aspen? Yeah, Aspen? dude. We were playing Aspen with you guys. And you came up to me and Andy uh, like right after we played. Like, So we had already played our set thank god but you came up to me and you were like yo do you guys want some gummy bears like they're super chill like they're honestly like there's barely anything in them and uh so, so you gave me and andy each a gummy bear and me and him each ate them and we're like oh yeah we'll be chill he said there's not that much in here and like 30 or 40 minutes go by and andy like me and him are sitting in our green room and we like both start getting scared and we're like dude i am so fucking high right now <laughs> <laughs> and like and, and like we're both just like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. So we like both are starting to kind of freak out. We're just too high. And we run out of the green room and we're like, all right, let's just fucking go to the van, dude. Like we'll be safe in the van. And we, we go down the stairs and we open up a door that we think leads to outside of the venue. And it, we open it up and it's just a sea of people screaming for you guys on stage. And like we open up to like side stage, but it was like, oh. it was literally like right when you open the door, just people screaming. And we were like, oh, fuck, like, oh, fuck. Ah! <laughs> so we close the door and we run downstairs. We find the van and we just went and laid in the van for like five hours until our tour oh, manager man. started driving us to the next city. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I, I love it. It's amazing. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, edibles. I, I can't even fuck with edibles anymore. I don't even eat them. But listen, the next day we get to the next show with you guys and you just start laughing. And I think you were like, oh, did I tell you there was that much in it? There actually is this much in it. And we're like, oh, <laughs> and we're like, oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, sad I, I just part feel is like I probably did that on purpose. No, yeah. I know, which is which is yeah. I, res I respect that. Like that's that's amazing. But like everyone has that story of like getting way too fucked up off edibles. Oh yeah. Like you just can't gauge it. Like you'll eat one, you're like, oh, this shit's not working, and then you'll eat another one, and then you're just in over your head, and there's Absolutely. no there's no escaping what you're about to go through. 
Dude, I, I watched Sean Haygood lose all function uh, in his body. He took, we got like a capsule. It was like someone gave us like this weed capsule with no in, it, like directions, no fucking clue how many milligrams whatsoever. And I don't even know why, but one night fuck, Haygood just popped it. And Haygood doesn't even really smoke weed. Uh, and, you know, he was out in the lounge with us in the bus. And, and, you know, he was hanging, but you can tell he was like, we're like, you're fucking gone, huh? And he was like, I'm really stoned. I'm going to go lay in my bunk. So he goes in his bunk. And then, like, an hour later, we're all out there still partying, you know, hanging out. And uh, the fucking bunk, you know, door opens up. And Haygood comes out. And he's just looking at us. He's just standing there fucking <laughs> just staring at us, like, rocking back and forth. And we're like, dude, you okay? And he just... <laughs> Like he barely just shakes his head barely, and we're like, "You're you're fucking too stoned, hot." And he's like, he just nods, and we're like, "You need some water or something?" He's like, nods. And we hand him a bottle of water, and then he just stands there holding the water. Oh, and we're like, "You need me to open it for you?" And he's just. Why is it so enjoyable to see one of your friends too high? It's like the best thing ever to see one yeah. of your friends that's that uncomfortably high. Dude, I just Dude, got he anxiety. He couldn't even fucking barely drink it. He was trying to drink. He like couldn't even drink the water. He couldn't talk. We had to help him back into his bunk. Like he was gone. Dude, being in one of those bunks when you're like too high would freak me the fuck out because it. I feel like it would just feel like you're in a coffin. You know what? I'm kind of, I'm pretty claustrophobic. And one of my first, one of my worries was when we first started to get into buses is I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep in this bunk. Um, but I guess, I guess, cause I don't hang out in my bunk. Like some of the guys, they'll go and like, you know, chill in there and read or watch a show or something on their iPad. Like I don't, I, I only go in my bunk when I'm fucking tired and yeah. I go in there and I just pass out. I haven't really, I mean, there's definitely been times where I've woken up and just been like, oh, shit, where the yeah, fuck am I? You I know, hit like, my head. So I just did my first bus tour playing. I, I got asked to play drums for this band called The Main on their European oh, yeah, tour yeah. like f uh, five months, four or five months ago. And so the first night I was in my bunk, I was like, fuck, this is like, I'm like all lonely in here. Like, this is a dark little place. Yeah. And then after a few days, I really like started to like it. But I did wake up a few times hitting my fucking head on the ceiling. Oh, yeah, forgetting that, that I was in the bunk and just getting up and smacking yeah. my head. Well, and it's like I'm a not like I'm not a small guy. I'm six feet tall and I'm not like a super thin guy. Um, but I think I'm like an average to bigger guy. And and I fit in there pretty snug. And yeah. dude, but I tour with some dudes that are big fucking dudes, six five. You know, big dudes. And you're like, you have to get in there. Oh, that's a whole different <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. story, dude. There's so yeah. many guys like that where I see them and I'm just like. Oh, you must be fucking miserable. You must be fucking just smushed up in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I remember when we first started touring with you guys too, like anytime you guys would ask us to come on the bus, that was like such an exciting moment for us. We're like, oh, oh. yeah, we're going to go drink on the bus with Dirty Heads. <laughs> oh, I remember that, Wait, man. no, bring it back to even the clubhouse though. Like I remember the first time we played a show with you guys, it was either you or Maddie that was like, yo, you guys want to kick it in the van and we're like fuck yeah and we we thought that shit was so dope because at that time it was we were like 17 we didn't even have a van yeah. yet we were still yeah. rolling up with like our cars with our shit slammed totally. into it yeah and we're like fuck it we want to get a van <laughs> now we're like i, I can't wait to get out the fucking dude. van <laughs> it's rad dude i mean i think we've talked about it a little bit on our podcast but like um uh, playing shows with you guys throughout the progression of you guys becoming a seriously professional band at like such a large scale 
has been such a dope thing for us like while our band evolved it's uh it's crazy to kind of tell those stories of back in the day when you know we were playing those shows at clubs, uh shows at the clubhouse in front of like 50 people or whatever 10 people even i remember playing a show and then just seeing you guys grow it's been epic dude right on well, same goes for you guys man well i mean i feel yeah. like we owe a lot of like like because we would have those shows are like how we got our first fans like originally it was just our friends and we'd be playing those shows with you guys and there wouldn't be that many people and we bring a hundred fucking drunk high school kids you know to the show yep. and then oh, sure. the next show you guys would come back and there'd be more people and then like slowly like we would start our friends would come less because we, we played shows all the time and then like your guys's fans were coming to our shows and then once we started headlining it was like all fans from the dirty head shows and then you guys put us on a tour when we maybe didn't deserve it yet at a small you know level of our <laughs> band and then we got those fans across the country and then you know we've been able to play red rocks twice because of you guys which is like you know bucket list shit since we were like 13 years old you know 15 16 i remember sitting at Travers house watching incubus live at red rocks and we were like dude i just like our my dream was to go there to see a show you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and like we've been able up. to play it twice now. So it's like like you guys have done a lot for us. And uh, I don't know. We appreciate it. I just feel like like watching you guys go from those small shows and then to where you guys are now and like the insane level that you guys are, are at. It's like we, we felt like we saw somebody do what we want to do from every level. And we saw like where you guys were at. We know where we're at compared to like where you were at. And it's kind of been mm-hmm. this thing of like, like you know it's like proof. it's like dirty heads gave us it. proof like, that it can happen yeah we want to do the same thing you know like like who doesn't yep. and so it's like it's been awesome for us like you guys have been fucking great towards us through like since we were fucking 17 but like just seeing like where you guys are at now it's been kind of inspiring to be like if you do something different that's not like the other bands you can still fucking you know you can be the top person in that yeah. field well so. thank you man i appreciate that and i and i feel like you have to do something different if you try to be like every other band yes you might have minimal success and be able to go tour and whatnot but you're never gonna reach the level that you're looking for unless you try something different and try to be yourself you know and honestly that's why i think we always gravitated towards you guys when you were young we liked your guys's music um and you guys are all nice guys you're easy to tour with um that stuff goes a long ways. You know, when you're planning out a tour, you're thinking like, okay, well, who do I want to really like hang out with for the next two months? You know, that's also goes into it. You know, yes. What do they draw? Do we enjoy their music? And then do we enjoy them? You know, I mean, that's everything. Cause like that, like that's what we learned was just like, be cool. Treat people normally. Like don't go up to people like bands. Like if you want to be like that band, you want to be that band size don't like fucking freak out and be like, Oh, like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like just be your fucking self. Give them space. Don't like crowd them too much. Like let them like make it comfortable. Like just like you're, yeah. your friends, you're thankful to be on it. Don't be like overly fucking weird. But like, yeah, that's how they're to just do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like we did that tour with you guys. That's how we met pepper. Cause pepper was direct support for you guys. And then yep. meeting pepper, we got cool with them. And like you saw, like we were hanging out with you every day. And then we got signed to law. And then through Law, we meet, you know, all these other bands. And, like, opening up for you guys, we had met Iration. Now, we spent most of last year and the end of the year before that on tour with Iration doing massive yep. fucking, you know, amphitheaters. And it's, like, it all comes back to, like, just getting the opportunity and then being fucking, being yourself, being cool, and, like, meeting them. And, like, if, you're, if you guys click, then you click, and then that's how you get. Like, every tour we get, 
is just because our personal relationships with those bands, it's totally. not really other people reaching out for us, you know? Yeah. So if you're listening out there, that's a lesson right there, man. You never know who, who you're talking to or, you know, who you meet that and, and, you know, what that relationship could lead to for you. I'm not saying go out there and try and use people. I'm just saying be cool to people. You know, if you meet someone, be nice to them. Be cool. And then you never know where that relationship could lead. It could lead to years of touring, you know? Right. It could, it and could also, you thing. can ruin that. Like, if you guys weren't you guys and we didn't know you guys and shit, like, if we had that incident where we brought one of our friends in and they leave in a fucking ambulance and it just looks bad on everybody, that could be yeah. something that every other band in the scene then knows from then on out. They say, oh, what's it like touring with Catastro? It's like, they're a fucking mess. They're drunk every night. They brought their, their friends. friends. They brought assholes. them fucking ambulances. Like we would have been fucking like blacklisted from. Like we wouldn't have had any, any fucking shows. You know, dude, you're one hundred percent right. You're one hundred percent right on that. Well, shit, dude. Thank you guys so much for jumping on here. Um, I, I wish I, I, what I really want is you guys to come into the uh, into the bunker here and do a show one day. But this was great. Thank you guys so much for taking the time. Yeah, man, dude. dude thank you. Th- thanks for having us on, bro. Yeah, no problem. Um, before we jump, like you want to let people know like where they could find you guys at on socials or anything you guys want to plug? Yeah, so um, at Catastro, and that's spelled with a K. Uh, that's for everything, Instagram, all that shit, Twitter. Um, but Ryan and I both started a we, – we started a podcast. It's called The Camp Podcast, but that, and that's also with a K. So yeah, check out the podcast. Check out Catastro. Um, check out Scarlet Begonias. Or yeah, we, or we dropped yeah. our new our new cover just, single of Scarlet Begonias just dropped today. So hell yeah, and I'll put links for all that stuff. Uh, you Epic. know when we post this, but hell yeah, thank you guys so much. Hell yeah, man. Tell your yeah. brother we say hi too. I, I was sad that he wasn't gonna be on this because I haven't heard or seen him in forever. Oh, I will for sure. I talked to him right before. It. He's at the barber shop working. Oh, nice. Right on, man. Take care of yourself. Right on, man. You guys too. Thanks again. Fucking crazy. Yeah. A little weirdness in there. I mean, that's crazy <laughs> about the dudes and the COVID and the holy shit. But any old way, we promised you a Q&A. And I mean, shit, we did put a post on Instagram asking for the Qs. Yeah. So we got to do the As. So uh, drop that funky fucking Q&A song. Questions. Ask us any question you all right, repo C. Oh God damn it! Repo right out the gates. OC signed. What's that say, Joe? Oh, good. oh, for good Lord's sakes! Let me see this whole that's deal. A tough guy right there. What is that? How do you say that? Right? Yeah, dude. Weird ass picture too. Repo something send. Okay, yeah. who? Rep- repo OC send. I'm, I'm guessing there is what go. this is. I think um, you did it. What would you guys say to someone to calm them down before freaking out after taking too big of a dab or eating a strong oh, edible? Dude. Asking for a friend. Oh, bro. First of all, dude, wow. good question. I, and, and second of all, good job taking a, a fat dab. Dude, good, good job dabbing. And here's the weird thing. If your friend is experiencing that now and you're not going to hear this episode until Wednesday, how does that help your friend, dude? Anywho, mm. I would just fucking say, I don't know what, if your friend is baked out of their mind and they're tripping, that's what she's saying, how do you just calm them down? She's saying, I, I think I'd say, and this happened to me one time, I was freaking out, and my friend, I'll never forget, he said, 
take another one. It'll <laughs> even you out. And I did, and it did. Dude, fucking legend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> another one. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's good advice right there, I'd that say. That is, that is. Um, Oh, Kerf Surfboards has a question oh, here. Oh, Kerfer. look at They made this uh, awesome surfboard that is right behind me. Yep. I'm trying to point at it, but <laughs> it's weird in the camera because it's backwards. Um, he says, what would the world be like if Kanye was our president? <laughs> oh, I don't know how to even It would be a wild, that. wild place. Yeah, it would be. I mean, I, I don't know if it'd be any different. Yeah, and that's I mean, not even me saying anything place. about any. It's just it doesn't seem. You know, the world just does what the world's gonna fucking do. The president's there, and they do what they're trying to do. But the world. Just, I mean, I feel like we've had some presidents that are a little more anymore. out of their mind than he is. Yeah, either, you know? dude. It's so like whatever. Probably the same. Oh, Disney Blonde five one six. And sorry, right. I'm going through these somewhat quick today. Um, weird. She says salt on watermelon. Yes, oh. please. P.S. Love the show. Salt on a watermelon? It's, I don't know. It's not. I don't, I've never tried it because it's not a thing. And it's one of these types of questions. Well, yeah. oh, we love you and thanks for the question. But here it comes, everybody. Who cares? <laughs> oh. Who cares? Who cares? Because <laughs> no one's out there caring. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Kelster. But thank you for the question. Love you. Kelster wants to know, favorite dog breed and why? We just got a chocolate lab and named him Gus. Um, first off, all fucking dogs. I know. It's like, hard to choose. I haven't met one that I don't like. How funny that we treat this question with full respect and I just took a shit on the Disney person. Oh, <laughs> unfair, but I'm trying to um, You know what? Um, like I said, this all dogs are amazing. Um, but personally, I... I just love, it's funny because this goes back to the nickname. I just love a good old-fashioned mutt. Give me a mutt. Less uh, health and problems. Way less health problems. <laughs> and, uh, and they're just, I don't know, it is what it is. Like, it's just, they're, they're, then they're their own kind of breed. They're and their own thing, you know? Here's the thing with a dog, too. No matter what dog, like, if it stumbles into your life, no matter how it looks, even if you're like, that's not the type of dog I would have chose, dude, if it, if, if, it just you just fall in love you with that love dog, with and the then dog. that's the best dog that's ever been in. Yeah, your life. it's it's totally true, one hundred percent true. So there, we did nothing for you. We rambled incessantly, and then did not answer. Oh my God, <laughs> this guy's name is Mister Underscore Pumptastic, and I can see in his little picture that is next to his name that he's like super buff, and his name is Mister Pumptastic. <laughs> that is actually. Fucking I'll amazing. Call you that forever. <laughs> if I see you, Mr. Fantastic, thank uh, you, sir. And his question is kind of amazing. Would you rather fight a hundred horses the size of ducks or one duck the size of a horse? What the fuck, dude? A hundred oh. uh, little horses or a fucking horse duck? Yeah. Jesus, I don't know. I was thinking horse duck because it's only, but then I'm thinking, dude, how do you even approach Well, let's a duck be honest, dude. A big? duck, even just a small duck if that's pissed off. If it's running They're at you, kind of yeah. you're like, whoa, I'm fucking sorry. Like, Think and they the kind of, of fly, the they fly and stuff. A like, I don't want a thing the size of a horse. No, not a little bit. Ducks fucking fly. Oh, yeah, they totally fly. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> they fly. 
think about something the size of a horse. It has to be with the a little... huge beak flying. No, and no, no it's I'm over. good, dude. Yeah, so it's got to be the little horses. It have to be the little horses. I would I think. just fucking punt all those. little I would just go on a kick parade. Yeah, grab. I put on a cool fucking Doc Martens and just go at it. Yeah, fuck those little horses. Dude, they're little. Stupid, stupid mini horses. Break their little horse legs. Yeah, they'd be adorable. They'd be that'd be adorable thing. I want to fight all those little horses now. Um, God, I'm so big. Bing a da bam. Bing a da bam for both of you. What's your favorite firework? Oh, the kind that land right on your head. Oh, dude. Uh, it's the one that goes. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> the one that goes. Shmoo. Oh, God. Oh, for Pete's sakes. Oh. We've heard the debate about pineapple and pizza. Yes, we fucking oh, have. Oh, God. Uh, damn do you, it. Have we? Better question. Do you dip your, in ranch? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a ranch dipper. Okay. Oh, how, first of all, how dare you act like that's a better question? Yeah, that it's is the same dumb. Even or worse than the question that you made fun of at the top. And uh, did I mention we love you? And wait a minute. I have something under my chair. Let me grab under there. And it's a big. Who cares? Hey. Uh, oh, wow. Same guy asked another question. Oh, his name is, if you guys want to ridicule him, it's uh, P.E. <laughs> underscore Lynch 14. Um, he says, what movie slash TV show car would most would you want, most want to drive? That's All right, that's cool. a good question. Okay, I'll give you fair. that. You're back. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe the fucking Jetson Mobile so I can fly around. The Who Cares Express! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, for fucking Pete uh, Sakers. I, I don't know. Air fucking Wolf. Is that a thing? Who cares? Oh, God. No. Batmobile for sure. I, I would want the Batmobile that Christian, that, that uh, you know, it was it, uh, let me think. It was Dark Knight. Yeah, the one in the Dark Knight when he's doing the whole Joker thing in the streets and he goes up the wall, spins around, drives at the Joker, pusses out, pulls away when he should have ran him over. That one. Um, let's see here. So Casray21 says, Duddy, what's the meaning behind the Dirty Head song, Chelsea? That's a good question. Oh it's a dark God, one. It's dude, a deep that's one. that's an actual heavy question. Um, it's actually really sad. So yeah. I had a girlfriend in high school, and she was dry in a car with two of her friends who, at the time, two of my close friends were dating those two girls. So it was you know my girlfriend and two of our my friends' girlfriends. And one of the other girls um, was also a friend of ours' little sister, so it was very just, these girls were close in our, in our friends and just our whole group and our school, everything. It was a big thing. And uh, they, they got hit, a drunk driver hit them and killed all three of them. It was really terrible. It was absolutely insane. It was yeah. fucking crazy and terrible. And it was, yeah, it was just a wild, wild situation that's fucking terrible. So don't drink and drive, motherfuckers. Call an Uber. That's right. Um... Let's see here. Or Lyft. I'm not a yeah. mom. You know. Shit. I don't know, man. Where do we go from there? I know. I Look, think man, there was a great question, but they probably were like, hey, this is kind of like a heavy yeah, song. Yeah. It's very heavy. It's I, I know. Now I'm like thinking about it. I'm yeah, like, Shit. I know. I mean, we that are was very terrible. Close with their mom and her oh, brother, it was everything. crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It, it was like it took our whole community, shocked yeah. the community for like a long time. It was crazy. All right, we'll do one more. 
and we'll lighten it back up. Yeah. Will you trade me a black and white Bo Jackson trading card for your lobster tour poster? Oh, well, dude, that's just like potentially a cool ass. Is it signed? And is it the Bo Breaker where, you know, oh no, because the Bo Breaker wasn't the black and white. I think the black and white was the one where he had the arms up over the bat, right? his head? I don't know. You know know, what? You you send me... You send me a photo of said card. Yeah. And we'll start combo, my friend. We'll do a little bit more. Because, yeah, we got it. We got We have to end on We got it. I am so hungry note. and so tired. Oh, we are? But, dude, one more. Come on. There's got to be someone asking an re- insane question. You're going to end oh, on the want, bow breaker. You, you want one more? potentially making a trade with someone. Wait! You didn't answer my question. There's no time. Would you ever, oh, Michelle Nachetsky, oh, we've heard from her before. Would you ever consider holding a contest to have a fan listener be a guest for an episode on the podcast? Gold medalist Nachetsky, I see what you're doing here. You're trying to create an avenue to get on set. And uh, I don't know. What was the question again? She wants to do a contest to have She said, would we ever do a contest to have a guest listener come on the show? No. <laughs> I was no. gonna say sure, but oh, okay. Jake well, is sure. not having it. No, I don't know. I'm just being a fucking look. What look I don't know. You look. want that? Is what you want? Listeners, is that what you want? Let us know because they're gonna go. I want to be on the show. Well, but you better I mean, bring the heat. You know, it could be a roast. We nah. can do it. You know, I, we'll do it on a, like a live one at a venue somewhere. Oh, we've done that. Yeah, when we for do sure. the live shows, we brought them up. Together, we, we, we bring, bring them up. up. I'm not against it. I just don't know how it would go down. I can't bring you to the secret private lair. I can't do that. We can't do that. Yeah, so it's a weird thing. But here's the thing. Duddy and I used to go live quite a bit. We haven't done it in a while. I don't even know why. And we love doing it. And when we go live, we always bring on listeners and they they chat with us. So in a way, we already do it. Bringing someone here? I don't know, man. Secret locale. Bat cave shit. So... That's the show, everybody. You got it. Duddy, anything to say on the way out? I'm tired. I'm so tired and so hungry, dude. We love you all. But honestly, I do want to shout this out really quick if you're still listening. Uh, Right in this whole month, right now, every single thing, no code needed, is 30% off at cutlessbrand.com. The whole site. So get on over. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.